What's up, buddy? Not too much. What's up, Jambalaya? Jambalaya? <laughs> you don't remember Jambalaya? Your soup, soup rapper name? Jambalaya Joe, was that my rapper name? I forget. I was just going Jambalaya. 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 We're having soup tonight, too. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're yeah. having squash soup. Ooh, squash soup. Yeah, I wonder if oh. you could fit that into a rap. I don't, I'm sure you <laughs> could. I'm sure you'd squash it, bro. Bro, you know, when I'm eating squash soup, it makes me want to poop because it's full of fiber, and I need that in my diet because I'm not very regular. <laughs> Uh-oh. You haven't been practicing, have you? I was more practicing for this. Did you know other podcasts have trailers for their podcasts that people listen to? I've heard. That they listen to. For the first time about a half an hour ago. <laughs> they listen to before. They listen to. Like, can you imagine listening to a trailer of a podcast and be like, oh, I'm going to listen to this. Yeah. No. I like, guess I have sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think our trailer would be like? Probably pretty stupid. <laughs> We'd have to make like some super fake, like, Daryl, I don't know about that. I mean, that's probably, yeah. Well, let's see what the fans think about that. Give us a call at 216. I don't know the number off the top of my head. You're right. We'd have to get the number in there. Yep. Definitely have to talk about Matt Gates. Matt Gates is totally a pedophile. Just to let everybody know we're hip on the pol- political talk. Political Very stuff. serious political podcast. <laughs> we only talk about like two people, and it's always Matt Gates because he's a damn pedophile. Yeah. He's most of it. Yeah, that's like 90% of... <laughs> we should have a Matt Gates with a pedophile profile or podcast. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll just talk about how he looks like a pedophile. It has nothing to... But then we'll have to be like, well, I hope Baker Mayfield doesn't hear about that. Yeah. Or, uh, whoa, what a hot take. You think Matt Gates has ever gotten a blowjob behind a che- cheesecake factory? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, did Baker, ba- I, I, did supposedly Baker pay, for, did they buy a meal after that, or is it just they met? <laughs> I think they just met there. I think they just met there. You would think they'd be like, all right, well, thank you for your service. Here's a free cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> gift card? Gift card. Yeah, he's not going to go in there with them. Maybe a gift card? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coupon? It, expi- it expires <laughs> at the end of the year. Buy one, get one entree coupon. <laughs> <laughs> it's only good for two weeks, so get on it. <laughs> and you can't, you can't use this with any other coupon. <laughs> no, no, no. Or special offer. That's why they went on Rover. It was because she went two weeks late after she she met him at the thing. It was like, what That's, do you mean I can't? Baker said, Baker. We don't have a baker here. The baker in the back? Have you ever been to Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, but it's been a long time. Was it any good, do you recall? It was okay. It was, because there's another mediocre kind of chain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, uh better quality than like olive garden okay. but it, but also like too much more expensive it was too expensive for the minor quality upgrade and i heard they have a giant menu is there any truth to that like i said i've never ever been there they used to yeah they probably slimmed it down i remember with, that being a thing they slimmed it down with the covid thing maybe we have to put that in our trailer like, covid real or fake find out next <laughs> real <laughs> very or, or vaccine, are you going to get it? Find out next if Joe and Daryl got the vaccine. Ooh. Call him at 216. That'd be a hot segment. 
I got the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you going to get the booster shot, though? Uh, if it makes me feel like the second shot, then I'm not. Yeah. That second shot fucked me up, bro. Man, neither of them got me too bad. First shot didn't bother me at all. Second shot fucked me up. I was in bed for almost all day. Yeah. And then I ate Mr. Hero and after not eating anything all day and was like, this is a good idea. I'll get a giant Roman burger. <laughs> I immediately walked out and told Renee, I'm like, that wasn't a good idea to get a giant Roman burger. Nope. But shout out Mr. Hero if you guys want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> we love Roman burgers and the waffle fries. A staple of Northeast Ohio right there. I've told you my... My the last time I was inside actual Mister Hero, I'm not sure. Oh, so I was in there and I'm ordering a sandwich, and the, I'm like, "Hey, how you doing today?" To the lady, and she's like, oh, "I'm sick to my stomach." And I'm like, "Well, I hope you didn't eat any of this food." And then she gave me some weird look. She's like, "No, look." She points to the television. She's watching whatever, and it's some stupid bullshit on whatever news channel. And I said, I literally said, "I'm like, I don't give a shit about that." <laughs> and she looked at me and she's like. Argh. You know, I'm like, can I get my Roman burger meal, please? You know? <laughs> and so I got my Roman burger meal. And then she comes out, and she's watching the TV, and it's still the same channel. And she goes, well, you are going to care when one of your kids are sex trafficked Ooh. by the Mexicans. Oh. This was straight up in a Mr. Hero. And I said, well, I don't have any kids, so I don't know how they would be sex trafficked. She goes, you know what I mean. And I said... <laughs> No, I'm here for a, a, a Roman burger and fries. I don't. I don't. I literally did not come to Mister Hero for political discourse. I literally came here for a a Dennis Roman burger, b waffle fries with the cheese sauce. No, those <laughs> are the best political discussions you could ever have. You know, you're just hanging out at a bar or yes, oh, shopping. My favorite's at the bar when people have had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, because they're super, you know, they, they're really thinking logically. Mm-hmm. When they've after, you know, yep. after a few drinks, they start talking mm-hmm. politics. Everyone, think, you know, they're, they're, those barley pops make people think logically. And they always, you know, talk even-headed. Uh, oh, yeah. No one gets loud. Very even No one gets frustrated. Everybody's ready to just have a good discourse. It's, yes, yeah. We're all figuring it out together. Yeah, you know. If you're in a bar in Brunswick and you're talking politics, you're getting stuff figured out. Good time. Very good time. One time I was in a bar in Brunswick and they were playing all these riot, um, like like the news. First of all, it's a sports bar. I'm like, okay, we're watching news at a sports bar. And it wasn't one of the super like hardcore left or right ones. It was just one of the ones. Mm-hmm. It's all these riots. And this guy starts talking. I'm like, bro, I ain't here for politics. I I'd rather watch an NHL game. You know, not that I dislike the NHL, but I'm like, there could be any other sport on right now. Bocce ball. And I'd be like, oh, bocce ball's on instead of riots. Excuse me, miss. Can we get the golf channel? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I watched golf from 1998 when Tiger Tiger Woods won the Masters. You know, like, anything. Even the golf. Like, if you put the golf channel on, it would be one of those weird Medicus infomercials. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I would have rather watched that with this guy next to me. You guys and, got QVC? Yeah. What are they, they, they sell them those watches. Ooh. They, they have the calculators on them. What do you think, man? I think we'd be a fool not to buy those diamond emerald <laughs> faux earrings. That knife can cut through a piece of metal. Ooh. And it comes with a, a leather sheaf. And the guy was like, it's not leather. I'm like, I don't care. What about these rides? Put the rides back on. The guy's <laughs> arguing with me about leather sheafs. <laughs> Sheaf's the right term, right? You put a knife in a sheaf? Uh, sheath. Sheath. Well, I have a lisp, so I was saying it right. You just couldn't understand <laughs> yep. it right. 
It's because I, I have a giant buck teeth. But, it's a hard uh, question to answer when somebody with a lisp asks you if you're saying <laughs> something right. It's like, I mean, I think you're trying to say it right. You know the word. And nothing makes a podcast better. But you're not. Listening to the guy with the lisp. <laughs> and now you know why it's called third speech. I used to I used to used to have to go to a speech uh, pathologist or is that the right term? I think that sounds right. Or a speech therapist. Yep. And I've never done anything they've ever told me to do. I was like, that's uncomfortable. At one point they gave me candy and I would have to hold it at the top of my mouth and talk like this if I had candy in my mouth. Yeah. And that was to stop my lisp. We should do a whole episode like that. <laughs> And I'd have to hold the candy and talk. I'd have to talk like this. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, it was, I was, like, in eighth grade. And, like, and I went to speech therapy in, like, third and fourth grade. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, we called your speech therapist from Huntington. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, did she remember me? <laughs> well, yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe Fulkerson. <laughs> well, glad we put my last name out there. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now I better be nice on Twitter for the next week uh, or yep, so. Yep, yep. Somebody's going to come listen to this. Light you on fire. Dude, they might report me, just, too. Just mark the time. We'll, we'll I'm not out. that worried. I, I've been very nice on Twitter recently. I've stopped trolling. I've been yeah. trying to be kind. I actually have people trolling me because I'm being too nice. Oh, really? Well, they're trying to troll me, but I'm just Pussy. like... Yeah, pretty much exactly. Yeah. Pussy. What? <laughs> Go suck Joe Biden's dick. I'm like, I wasn't even talking about Biden. I was talking about how Mike Trozano's a fat slob. I don't understand that. <laughs> Sounds real nice. <laughs> well, Mike Trozano is a fat slob. I mean, let's come on. Is he not? I mean, I'm I guess, not a. Sk- I haven't seen him in a while. Well, he's still a fat slob. Right? Yeah. They posted a picture of him. He went to go meet a, uh, like a what's the an advertiser, and he showed up in a Hawaiian shirt. Sweatpants and flip flops. I was like, never change, Trev. Never change. Like, good for never you, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, I guess he is kind of a fat slob. He, he looks like every gym teacher from the eighties that was a female. God, he does look just like our gym teacher, Mister Cook. Does he? Right? Yes, does he? <laughs> Same haircut and everything. That's pretty awesome. We'll tell you stories how athletic he was back in the day. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, back in the day, I would have made it. His brother actually—I I know—I told you I worked for his brother many mm-hmm. years ago. His brother actually got a scholarship at Alabama to play quarterback and to play golf. Oh, really? Yeah, and he t- chose golf, um, because it would be less on his body, and he didn't think uh, he was going to make it to the pros as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously made it to the pros as a golfer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And did really well for himself for mm-hmm. a while. Um, yeah. But uh, I think at one point he was at one of the majors, and after the second round he was tied for first. And it was a big Cleveland thing. This is like 96. So mm-hmm. 96, I was 10. I didn't care about yeah golf or Gary Trosa. But, like, that was a big deal because he actually um, was second after the, the – or in first tied for first or tied for second after the second day, and then he just fell off. But he told me a story. He's like, after the second day, Joe – um, this guy came up to me. I had no sponsors other than like local places. And he's like, this guy from titles came up to me and goes, Hey, wear this hat. And he was like, how much do I wear for the hat? He's like, for every time you're on TV, you get something. 
and he was like, Joe, I played terrible, but I had the best payday in my life because they kept showing me. He's like, man, like he's like, I, I trust me. He's like, one of those regrets I have is how bad I played, but I made good money that day wearing that title. <laughs> and then he's like, the best part, he's like, I wore this outfit to, to be on TV, and they just gave him a plain white hat. Like they didn't have any other, you know, like they didn't have a mat that matched yeah, his yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course not. He's a new guy. Well, and golf was a lot different back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, golf now they have. They literally have the guys will come off the, the course and go to the bus of the club provider or whatever clubs they use, and they'll tell them what was wrong. They'll do a, a swing measurement, and they'll change their clubs. Or they'll change them for the next, like, not round. I don't know if you can do it the next round. I'm not PG, but maybe for the next tournament. They'll, they'll move the loft, you know, a half degree this way. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, those guys are legit about their golf. Hmm. Unlike me who bought golf balls from 2006 on eBay because they had some nostalgia effect to them. I'm sure you're going to kill it with those. I haven't played since, um, like, late July, man. Just Ooh, you're probably not going to kill it the next time. No, I didn't kill it then either. It was one of the worst rounds of my life um, since I've been a regular golfer. But I haven't played much this year. I mean, all of summer was either 100 degrees or raining. Like, I played a couple times in June, then July and August. It yeah. Just seemed like... Yeah. That's true. And then not I, great golf we- golf weather. Well, I thought it was a good summer. You could play in 100 degrees, but it's, I mean. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't want to go drive around in 100 degrees. Like, drive around. I don't want to go chase a ball in the woods in 100 degrees. Yeah. After I pay $50 to do it. Uh-huh. And then if you start playing shitty, you're like, wow, fuck, this, why did I do this? <laughs> so, no, I didn't play much golf <laughs> this year, actually, um, which is nah. the only sport I'm half decent at anymore. Yeah. I don't know. You're a hell of a pogo sticker. They do call me Pogo Joe. They sure do. They do. I tried pogoing not too long ago. He gave out on me. Oh, did it? Yep. Damn. I called the International Pogo Association. No. IPGA. IPA. No. You, have you officially retired from the sport of pogo? I, I'm on the senior league. Okay. Well, well, the thing okay. with the senior league, it starts at like when you're 18. So even I'm younger, I'm old, <laughs> way too old for those guys. <laughs> The senior senior league. That one the, the, <laughs> do they they just stop drug testing? They're yeah, like, these guys need something. Yeah, they try and tell you that they're like. So I like I went to go get drug tested. They're like, no, we're not actually drug tested, but we do want to tell you, you should lose some weight if you keep wanting the pogo <laughs> because you're really hurting your body there. And the pogo. And the pogo. <laughs> we don't make the NASA metal pogo sticks anymore, Joe. So that was that. That's you know. Was that this last summer as well? Yeah. Oh, man. And I have a gravel driveway because I was trying to do extreme pogo. Yep. yep. That'll slip out on you. That's how you know you're a true pogo man. I was, you're just looking for new, harder surfaces. I was changing the neighbor's tire. Um. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the neighbor came over. She's a, I'm not going to say old lady, but like late 50s, early 60s. And she got a flat, straight up blowout. And then she drove on the rim. I don't know. Anyways, Ooh. so she came over and asked me if I changed the tire. And it's on a hill on gravel driveway. And the fucking car rolled off on me off the fucking, um, off the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I didn't have the tire off yet. Like, I had it loose, but I didn't have it off yet. So it just kind of, and like, I said to her, I'm like, oh, man, I almost fucked up your wheels. She's like, I thought you were going to die. <laughs> and all I did was I've, I've changed a million tires, man, but it just rolled back. So then I'm in her garage finding every piece of 
two by four and rock I could yeah. find to shove behind tires. And... Yeah. Did you have wedges going, or was it just propped up? I didn't have wedges going. That was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. But I got it up pretty close, and I just waited a minute, kind of kept an eye on it. I'm like, oh, it's not moving. Then when I started fucking with it, it... Yep. Yep. Just enough. Yes. Just enough to get it going. Yeah. But got it swapped out. She was driving on that donut. I don't know if she ever got new tires, but I didn't really want to ask because I didn't want her to be like, can you change another tire? You know, like, she did buy me beer for that, though. She... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So did... It, it did it come down completely and keep rolling or how how did that? No, luckily I did have the emergency brake on too. Okay, okay. But that was, was going to say once it started, I was like, how did it stop? No, I had the e brake on at least, mm-hmm. so I thought I was safe. Like I popped the e brake on, you know, and mm-hmm. it just just moved. It's like gravity is this thing. Yep. Did you watch any of those Browns games? Speaking yep. of gravity and us coming down to Earth. Ooh. <laughs> hot take. What a hot transition that was. Uh, yeah, it's been very disappointing. Uh, the Chargers very game dis- wasn't disappointing. I mean, it sucked that we lost, but that was <clears> a good game. It was. Uh, you know, some bad calls, but... That seems to be a trend for us. The defense was really banged up, but that's still borderline inexcusable, but they were really banged up. Uh, I don't know, man. It was tough. And then this week was kind of the gut punch. Did Baker get hurt? <laughs> he re-hurt his already. I've got a. I've got a full tear. So, dude, I got a source close to the Browns. Oh yeah, and to Baker. Mm-hmm. They told me Sunday he hurt his shoulder. Ooh, that's some like Tony Grossi level reporting. Oh, fuck yeah. They asked me. I asked him like, "How's he doing?" He's like, "He hurt his shoulder." I'm like. You only get that kind of detail on the Slurred Speech podcast. We'll have to record two days from now. <laughs> right. So it was hurt for two weeks, and then it was okay for a week, and now it's re-hurt. Well, Just it's fully, making sure I'm tracking it. It's a fully torn labrium. Labrium. <laughs> labia. He's got a fully torn labia. Fully torn labia. Yep. Busted it behind the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't want to be told you so, but it's just like I I didn't want him to be playing. Um, I just I don't know if they thought we'd rattle off a couple easy-ish wins with him, and then we'd be good, and he could take it a little easier. But now we're like staring down some must-win games. It's crazy to say this early in the season. Yeah, especially with the the season being expanded like it is. I thought three and three is not terrible. I mean, it's not terrible, but you know we were our. Super Bowl All thinking and hoping and four and three was almost like a worst case scenario at this point. Yeah, and you know you, we were counting this Denver as you know we were I, we think we were definitely counting this one as a win, and now we're looking at it on a short week and Baker's hurt and you might be missing two offensive linemen. And you're missing your might two be miss, yeah you're missing backs. both your running backs. Now it looks like Jarvis still isn't going to be back. Odell might be out again, and it's like fuck. This is. Probably one of our top four easiest games, and now it looks like it's going to be a rough one. It reminds me of the Jets game all over again, <laughs> where I have no Jets from last year. We had no wide receivers because of COVID. I had no expectations going to that game. I thought we were going to run the ball a little bit more, but you know it's very easy not to run the ball or hard to run the ball. Very hard to run the ball when they put six and two. You know what yep. I mean? And I could see Denver doing that. 
Uh, Von Miller came out and said, I don't know who I'm going against, but I'm going to murder whoever I have to. Mm-hmm. Which is like, fuck. Like, if Von Miller's telling you he's going to murder someone, especially yeah. with how those tackles played, dude. Those tackles were carousels, dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because they, they held it together pretty well on the fly the week before. Well, and the gameplay didn't help at all either. No. Yeah. Dude, yeah. how many empty bags? And you know what? We're we're being couch QBs or couch coaches oh, yeah, right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Kareem Hunt had like two carries for five yards by the end of the, what, first quarter? Something like that. And maybe even through the second quarter. I don't even know what was going on with that. I don't know. Like, I get it. Kareem isn't Nick Chubb, but he's a Maybe, like, right there on the step with him. Green's a great player, man. Mm-hmm. Green's awesome. It was almost like they kept him to his normal game plan when he was the only running back. Well, and then we have, uh, who is it, that Felton? Yeah. Who's that, that kind of speedy? And everyone was clamoring over him. Clamoring about how he's going to be the game changer. And they didn't try and, I mean, they got him all a little bit. And I'm not saying this anything on him, cause, but they didn't do anything to him either. It was just everything was to the sidelines. Or down the field. And there was just, it wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't there. And then the, the Baker's holding on to the ball too long. Um, Way I hate to say too it. long. I am not a Baker apologist, but I'm not a Baker hater. I'm, I'm going to cheer for number six as long as he's on my team. Yeah, you're right. But, man, he was holding on to that ball, and he got mm-hmm. sacked and had that fumble. And then he got that arm injury. Or didn't get the sack fumble after. He got the sack fumble after the arm injury. But... Man, like, it was, it was just like everything we've done the past weeks, we just were like, nah, fuck it. We're just going to line up Baker in the back by himself. Yep. With your second best wide receiver gone, you know. Austin Hooper can't catch can't catch a fucking ball to save yeah. his life right now. Yeah. It's, it's insane. He's just, I think he's one of those guys that has to get so many looks to be effective. It's just like he can't go two possessions without getting a pass and then dial it back in. He's just like, he has to have his hands on the ball or he's a mess. And Odell, uh, um, he's hurt, but Ooh. is there a good thing I lit that candle? Yeah, and it's not helping though. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. We have a dog fart in here. Usually we only let one dog in here anymore and his name's Lou. But man, he ate plenty of dirt out there. Blame it on the pug. Blame it on the puggle. The puggle. Um, yeah, and then Odell dropped two fourth down catches. The one yeah. fourth down on, on the, the the Chargers game, it sucked. He should have caught that, but like yeah. it was kind of a weird throw. Um, you got to catch it. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't say anything about that ball except you got to catch it. I mean, it it wasn't terrible. It, I mean, it's not the, a perfectly placed ball, but it seemed like you got to catch that. Well, he came out and he said he's like, "Do you ever see me catch balls like this?" And he was like, "I got to say, the team is not, you know." <laughs> Fucking Roethlisberger, when his team was starting to lose, you know, he was like, you know, like, ah, well, that's what the offensive coordinator is doing. I don't know. You know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, Odell was out there like, ah, well, Baker threw a bad pass. He just said, I don't normally catch a ball like this. If Yeah, he's too busy practicing one-handed circus catches. Maybe he should try and catch something at his stomach. Yeah, maybe, you know. That wasn't behind him, right? Wasn't it just kind of... Uh, I thought it was maybe a little in front of him. Even that's what I thought, but it was just like low. Yeah, but not even like I love people can't see us. Not below the hip, right? It was like at the hip or higher, right at stomach. Yeah, Yeah. what? Catch the ball. I know. (laughs) In my my flag football season, if someone throws me a ball like that, and this is a very competitive flag football team, that I catch that ball and I give him that fourth down. I get it. 
I mean, if he'd been tearing, if he's tearing it up this year, if he's even having a really good year, I mean, is he even having a good year? No, he's having a mediocre he's to it. moderately disappointing year. Yeah. Everyone thought he was So selling. now it's just piling up. That's what it is. Yeah, and then the, the Arizona game, I think he, he had like, I don't remember off the top of my head his stats, but he had a couple catches, but that, that drop hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Peoples Jones is looking good. the wide receiving core. Yeah. And whatever happened to uh, the, the speedy guy? I forget his name off the top of my head. We we drafted him this year. Who he In the first game, he killed it. And now... You know, I don't remember. But so, I got to say this. So, DPJ, um, the awesome run. Oh, Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz. Yep. He's been yep. non-existent. Yeah, and he's done... I, I can't remember what... I think it was the Arizona game, but... It, Maybe it was the Chargers game actually, where he kind of just gave up on a play, and it was it cost him that step. And w- by the time you're looking at it, he's kind of like, oh, like almost blaming it on like that's an uncatchable ball. But it's he pulled up on his route a little bit, and that was just enough to to get him out of it. And it was, was it, an over the top throw. I was think it he, an interception? No, no, I think that one he just could have how. No, it went over both of them. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he had beat probably the corner. Unless he beat the safety, but the person was decently close to him, which was why it was weird. Like, he had him beat by a step, step and a half, and then he kind of pulled up on his route, so then they're, like, neck and neck, and then neither of them could get to the ball. Um, Hollywood had a few good things, but then also had a few bad things against him last mm-hmm. week. And then uh, Don Fuel Jones looks great. Um, he had that touchdown catch run where he ran that dude over. Which, if I'm not a if I'm a Cardinals fan, I say that's head to head. And how are you not calling that a penalty? Uh, as a Browns fan, I'm gonna tell you go fuck yourself. That you know he just was running hard. Um, and I gotta say, we when we were all kind of out of it. It was we were all watching the game, and we were all kind of like not real like. And then the the sometimes you're just not you just almost feels zero chance and you're just kind of watching it to see if something happens but well that's when the, it definitely had that feeling of like this is not a winnable game yeah it felt like that they're, they're outplaying us on every because i mean once you once you come out at halftime even if you're down big you go something might happen yeah adjust the game plan well then you get mid through that third quarter and you're like okay well this, the the hail mary brought us back in yeah you know what i mean it was like they cast another line out there. Defense and and let's let's focus on defense now. Defense couldn't stop anybody. I mean, defense was. It's been a sieve the last Porous. two fucking two weeks. Yeah, I mean, you had against the Chargers, you had two guys wide open mm-hmm. by themselves and and fucking twenty yards away from mm-hmm. anyone around them. And early in that Cardinals game, and you know, I I think late in that Chargers game, I I think we a few people would disagree with a couple of those calls, but. The ones early in the Arizona game, I just started thinking about it, and I almost started rewriting the end of the Chargers game. Like, are we just that bad defensively? Like, are we just that undisciplined? And we spent so much money in all our draft picks on defense. Mm-hmm. JOK's hurt. I love the JOK yeah, pick. That's trouble too now. Yeah, it's just like that. That's the thing about him. That was the thing is he gets hurt a lot, you know, and and he's got the heart uh, heart issue, you know, and then he's already hurting with the sixth game of the week and or it's six uh, six game and. um yeah, I, I, uh, it's a little concerning. Um, you know, I still, it's a lot more fun than own sixteen or one and fifteen or three and you know twelve or three and thirteen. I mean, and four and twelve. It's a lot funner than those. And would you, s- would you say we are 
the most disappointing team in the NFL right now? Obviously, we're not 0-3, so I'm talking about expectation to what is happening. I'm trying to think of a team. Kansas City. What is Kansas City's record? Oh, name? that's got to be true. That's yeah. actually definitely, definitely true. I, I, I think Kansas City, I mean, the thing is, what I find, and, and, and maybe it's just because I'm Browns-focused, I feel like Kansas City's not getting as much heat as we are. The Dolphins, who I was pumping up as being in a great position to start the season. Uh, the only problem I didn't I saw with the Dolphins is uh, the Bills are the the leader in that division now, so I did not see them win the division. Where I, mm-hmm. I had the Browns have a possibility to win the division. I did not see the Dolphins. I think win. they'd be a give or a five hundred team. Yeah, maybe one game below or two to three games. Is Tua above. still the quarterback there? I believe he is. Yeah, I don't think he's doing very well. Well, I think. He missed a couple games early. Might have been the problem. Okay, um, I could be completely wrong. I, I picked I up their tight end or fancy. He killed it. So the Dolphins one and five. The Chiefs three and three. Steelers now at three and three aren't looking like. I mean, I guess everybody kind of expected them to do terrible. Oh, shout out to Urban Meyer winning in his first game in England. Oh, did was that? In, was oh, that was that yeah, was yeah. that's right. On um, a last second field goal. And did you see the guy who came out in the Jaguars 69 jersey who jumped over the thing and was running around? He, he wasn't even running around the field. You know in America, you're running around on the field, they tack, they, you know, they're trying to tackle? Yep. This dude's out in the middle of the fucking field at the 50 dapping up players. They were just like, all right, buddy, what's up, man? Yeah, hey, happy NFL day, you know? <laughs> like, 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 and eventually, like, and they never tackled him. It was like security came out where, like, Get you the know, fuck out of here. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like here, like, and I know, like, in football games, football, I say it like that when I'm talking to uh, Americans who don't understand and are as cultured as I am. And <laughs> um, to soccer games, man, those guys are tackling those motherfuckers. They got dogs running on the fields and they're tackling those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> See that? I don't know, though. I feel like uh, when someone in the own jersey comes out, they kind of do probably what they did at that NFL game, which is just like, they kind of like shoo them off. Like, yeah. all right, dude, come on, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. But the soccer fan. Football, football, take it so crazy. Like if it's somewhat like the opposing fucking team comes out, it's dude. Like, I watched nah. some video and I thought the stadium was on fire. It wasn't on fire. It was just like every other person has a torch to intimidate fans. Torches in the yeah. fucking stands. Yeah, fans and stands with torches. Last time I did that, we lit in lower keys tea on fire, and I had a sheet on my face. <laughs> I'm not really a KKK guy. I don't know. Oh, okay. do, I have to, do I have to really preference? Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. Wanted to get out, get it out there for the viewers. I had to make that silence uncomfortable for them. You did. I was like, "Hi, right, man. That was a good joke. Come on. Come on. Oh, uh, big ups to the Raiders. Uh, not only did Urban Meyer get his big first NFL win, but John Gruden took a lot of the uh, bar lap grinding uh, heat off of Urban Meyer. Well, why is that, Daryl? Ooh, you didn't hear about John Gruden's emails? No, well, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he made a big lip black people joke. And then he called... He but made... he said rubber. He uses rubber lips to mean a liar, which we all know is c- c- common. So it was, It was. It, you know, I have to... And then he made all the, the, jo- or the comments about women not being able to ref in the, um, in the NFL... Um, you know what the kind of reminded me, that took me down, um, not, not this, you know what, this is nowhere similar, but I was thinking about 
because John Gruden honestly was being a racist piece of shit and a, like a sexual piece of shit and a homophobic mm-hmm. piece of shit too because he said something about um, the guy from uh, uh, Sam. Uh, uh, Michael Sam. Yes. And he made a bunch of comments about him. So obviously John Gruden uh, is a racist, homophobic, uh, women-hating piece of shit. Yep. Yep. And a bad GM. And a bad GM. Um, I you know what? I was going to make something a statement that I'm just like, I'm rewinding that. I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. It was the, remember the Howard Cosell thing? Did Howie get in trouble at the end? Yeah, remember he said, I think it was Howard Cosell. I'm almost 100%. He said, look at that little monkey run. Oh, yeah, he probably did say something like that. I think that, that does ring a bell. Yeah. And they fucking terminated him everything, and they pretty much were, you know, Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali had, like, a really good relationship from all... Yeah, he said something. He said something like that. Yeah, because I think it was the Redskins, if I remember correctly. He caught an inter, he he got an interception and ran it all the way back. And he said, "What? Look at that little monkey run." Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy-two ABC broadcast. Yeah, was it Redskins? Did I remember that correctly? Mm-hmm. Chiefs. Chiefs. Mike uh, Adamle, running the, back for the Chiefs. Oh, so he didn't, it wasn't even an interception. I just remember it's completely wrong. All I'm saying is I just remember Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali being, like, really tight. You know what I mean? And it came out that, you know, Howard, yeah, Howard Cosell was really hurt by that. Like, Oh, he did it twice. Oh, did he? Never mind. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> My bad, everybody. Howard Cosell. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Fuck. All right, so you said my last name, and now I've made it. I was trying to back up. He said, up. look at that little monkey run. And then in 83, he said, Joe Gibbs wanted to get that this kid, and that little monkey gets loose, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck me, then I apologize, guys. I'll take everything I back. John Gruden and Howard Cosell are pieces of trash. But, okay, okay, okay. I guess when a smaller physical stature NFL player would run and dart around after getting his hands on the ball, Cassell would often say, look at that little monkey run. It didn't matter if it was white. race? Okay. White and then white. there was also things that came out that Howard Cosell called all his grandchildren <clears throat> little monkeys, too. Mm, that might be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, how it's, many how many interviews have you seen with Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell? Mm-hmm. And, and it's always with Howard Ali's like... Howard, I'll hit you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, He's yeah. like, sit down, champ. You know? Yeah. Whatever. I, I, it's, it's, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It sounds like they might have been both heavily televised events that people were like, what? What did he just, what? Unlike this podcast that's not heavily televised. Am I going to get canceled for that? Probably. All right. Sorry, I hate my fucking job right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sweet, sweet severance. Give me that sweet, sweet severance, dude. I got a lot of projects around this house. I need to work. Little did the trolls, we already turned this off. No. (laughs) We dropped your name on purpose. That or the Cleveland Girl Gang, because I went after the Cleveland Girl Gang. But they all have me blocked, so I don't know. (laughs) There's this girl gang out there that you fucking say, if you disagree with them, they send these roves of... (laughs) Is roves a word? Droves. Droves. I've only, like, did two beers, and I'm mispronouncing... Normally, I would have a lot more beer, and then I wouldn't care if I said the word wrong. I'd just say, Roves, that's right. (laughs) 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 Waluigi. Yeah, they send droves of people after you to 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was great. I didn't realize you got canceled. I didn't get canceled because I was a, I'm a faceless account on there, the Slurred Speech Podcast. No, our listeners need to know that you've been canceled. <laughs> everybody turn us off. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Listen, dude, if we ever get canceled, we're so doing a podcast where we come on here and apologize. Like in the Bill Burr skit where he comes out and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I I embarrassed my, 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 my family, <laughs> my children. That's not who I am. I need this job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're actually going to see Bill Burr. Uh, Renee went and I bought tickets to go oh, see Bill Oh, yeah? Burr. Yep, April That's 23rd. Cool, cool. Bill Burr is not playing stadium tours, dude. Uh, I was going to say it probably, right? Yeah, it wasn't cheap, but because I wanted to get good tickets. Where at? Uh, whatever they call the Gund Arena nowadays. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Okay, so Quicken Laundry. <laughs> no, no. I called it quick. I think I called it Quicken on the last podcast, and I was like, ah. Idiots. Idiots. Mortgage now. Yeah, so the Gundarina is where we're going to see him at. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I wanted to have tickets close. You know what I mean? Not Like, I didn't buy... Well, I, I bought... I don't want to sound like Mr. Moneybags. Mm. I bought the most expensive tickets they had out there. Oh. Yeah. Did you get a VIP experience and everything? Yep. Oh, did you really? No. Come on. Come ah. on, I'm... I know Bill probably does meet and greets at every show. He loves talking to people. <laughs> I love it. He's like, he's like, people shake my hand with their sweaty hands, and then they go to take a picture with them, and they put their sweaty pits around them. He's like, because I've, I've listened to his podcast. Yeah. But I don't think he's doing a meet and greet at Quick and Loans. Yeah, you know? no, that's the funny thing. All the people I care enough about that I would want to do something like that for, I think with the exception of Mick Foley, they've all been very honest about the fact that they hate those fucking things. Yes. And I couldn't go to one and, like, psych myself into thinking, like, he's having a great time. He, yeah. lo- like, he just wants to meet. No, they all would be like. Did you meet Mick Foley uh, before? No. I met Mick Foley before. Yeah. I'd actually like to see his comedy and then meet him after that. Like, because I met him as a 13-year-old kid, and at the time, he was, like, my hero. Mm-hmm. I was like, he got thrown off the cage by The Undertaker. <laughs> And then thrown through it. Yeah, then thrown, and then he wasn't supposed to be thrown through it, you know. But I met him, and but it was a very it was an IX center kind of like. But it was funny because our uh, the buddy I was with, um, his dad, because we did the very hi, how you doing? Signed our autograph. Hi, how you doing? Signed our autograph. And the dad we were with, I mad props to the dad. He was like, "Hey boys, hold on, we're gonna get a picture with Mick." And Mick was like, "Oh, we're not doing pictures." He's like. Yeah, sure we are. And then we just lined up over there. The dad took a picture. There was a picture of me and a buddy and uh, Mick Foley out there somewhere. Hey, do you remember? Um, and the only thing that made you that spurred this was they ended up throwing uh, like a 16th or 18th birthday party for the kid. And like fucking Triple H and China and a bunch of other people showed up. So, have you ever heard of the Danbury Trashers? No. Uh, they just there's a, there's a series on um, Netflix, and I can't think. Oh, they're called Untold. So it's like Untold. Fucking this one, I think, was Crime and Penalties. So the guy that Tony Soprano is modeled after bought a minor league hockey team, and his son, who hurt, it was like a bruiser playing hockey. Okay. Uh, Hurt himself, ended his career in high school, uh, and he bought him a team. 
and basically told his kid to fucking Imagine run being it. a goon and you would get hurt on hockey. I know, right? right? He just prided himself on hurting people and then yeah, one and time then got he, hurt. he did it wrong. Yep. And it's a tragedy, of course. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, his dad buys him a hockey team and they just go dirty. It's like he half builds this team off of he loved the Mighty Ducks when he was a kid. And then he you like have a big V? He based it off of did like they do uh, the V, please tell me they do the flying V. No, they didn't v do any flying like, ah, V. Fuck. But he like based they it off Emilio of, Estevez and like, he like based it off a of slap shot. So he what he, they literally they went and got these two fucked up brothers. They got a dude that wasn't a hockey player. He was just like a fucking thug. I can't even remember what. I don't think he was a boxer, but um, they just got an enforcer like him. They went and signed some other guy who was just no. He was like a giant African motherfucker. No shit. Who was a hockey player, but mostly just there to be a fucking goon. Yeah. They signed Wayne Gretzky's brother. <laughs> Dwayne Gretzky, please. Don't I'm not story. sure. I don't think that's that's it though. But <laughs> and how far is Wayne? Poor Wayne Gretzky's brother. You know what I mean? To get yeah. signed, like, yeah, my brother's the greatest hockey player of all time. I'm on this team. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, they just built a team that just literally beat the shit out of people, and they actually won a shit ton. Really? Um, but then I think they lost the championship game their first year, and then the team dissolved because you know. You can't go around being a fighting hockey team. And your owner can't also just give you $10,000 for beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Uh, they can't give you a, a $10,000 cash in hand bonus at the end of the game. I never, what's that called someone. again? Shout uh, that out. one's called uh, Untold Crime and Penalties. Have you watched any of the Vice Dark Side of the Ring stuff recently? Oh, no. What happened here? I have. Um, like we talked about, I watched the... Um, the one where they held that event over in uh, North Korea, and I think you confused it with the Japanese promotion, and I actually went back and watched that one after where uh, I did confuse that with, with FMW. Yeah, you're 100 right. Yep. And yeah, that one was crazy too because I didn't realize the promoter got wrapped up with the Yakuza, yeah. and then either he just happened to retire at the perfect time, or the Yakuza said you need to get out because we're gonna fucking basically fucking take all the money, burn this shit to the ground. And then, so then he lets his buddy take it over, who's the ring announcer, and then that guy got... Basically, sounds like the Yakuza might have bled it dry and then also been like, you owe us money yeah. Yeah. for this league going under. That sounds very mafia, right? Yeah, uh, so yeah. like we just ripped off the company for all this money, and also now you own this, and we're going to we, terrorize hey, your family. We let you run this, and even though we took all the money out of it, you were still running it. Where's the money that we owe us? You know? <laughs> all the money that we stole... That we used to be able to bleed out of it, but we got a lot worse. So the last Dark Side of the Ring, I think, was... uh, What was her name? She was part of the uh, Freaks, the the ICP. Um, Luna... Luna something? Lunatic... No. Luna Vashin. Luna... I think it was Luna... Yeah, but her name's pronounced Vash- a little Vashan? different. Vashan? Vashan. Oh, yeah. that crazy lady, huh? Yeah. Yeah. She was part of... I forget what the the ICP team was called, but... Well, she was in WWF. I remember her from she that. She was in WCW for a while. She was in a lot of stuff. She was in... So that's last one. I haven't watched them a while because I like to binge them when Renee falls asleep. I just watch them and she comes out she's like, You're watching wrestling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll wake up, the poor girl wakes up in the morning and watching like old school wrestling. <laughs> like I just left it on when I fell asleep and it'll be like nineteen eighty six the CWF. And then you know what I always find funny? It'll be like it'll be like Heartthrob, Billy Bob, and Heartbreaker, Mike Sean. Ooh. And they, these guys are like 
five ten, three hundred pounds with <laughs> stupid haircuts, and they're the heartthrobs of it. You know, they come yep. up. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved when the characters just didn't fit at all. Like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, I dude, there was so many. Do Do you remember the Mortal Kombat thing for a while in WCW? Remember Glacier? So they came out like so they just totally ripped off WCW. So they did this guy called Glacier, who came out in a full Sub Zero outfit, uh, <laughs> and he was all martial arts. Of course. And he came out with ice, dry ice, and snow, and a, a, like this theme song that was really close to Sub-Zero. Are you looking him up? Yep. Yep. Does he not? <laughs> they tried real hard. And then they had he doesn't, but he they tried real hard. But they, like his outfit kind of looks like a bit like... Oh, okay. So most of the ones I saw was with just the bottom face mask, but yeah, he's got the top on too at some point. So. And then look up Mortis, because Mortis was the, the guy he was always uh, feuding against, and he was supposed to be Reptile. So they had these two guys that would just fight and do karate matches. <laughs> yep. In pro wrestling. See, and they, the reptile guy isn't, well, I guess they're in different outfits. Some of them look kind of close. Some of them, he looks like the dude from. Uh, well, he ended up leaving being Mortis to join Raven's flock. Do you remember Raven? Yeah. And Raven, and so he ended up being a punk grunge guy with Raven in the late 90s. Yeah, they might have been leaning into it a little bit. <laughs> Wait, please explain what you just showed me. I, it's, it's a pro- promo where they're standing in front of each other, just like it's the fight select screen. And they both just, you know, got the one hand up and forward and the other one down in front. All I can think of is I'm trying to put my MK3 code in there so I have 20% extra strength. Ooh, and then there was Wrath as well. I forgot about Wrath. Was like a black dragon type, but I don't know what character that would have been based yeah. off of. I think maybe they said, let's step back from the, the blatant copyright infringement. Toasty Vondi. They got a cease and desist, and we're like, wait, add another fucking guy. Oh, but but then, also had Johnny King, but make him black. Johnny Cage. And he did the nut punch. Did he? Yes. That's they had a kiss. They had kiss wrestlers at one point. So apparently Gene Simmons and everything signed a big, huge contract with MCW. They have the Kiss Demon, and they made this Kiss Demon be like he had to, uh, at one point in the contract, he had to be the main event wrestler at a pay-per-view. Dude, you have Hulk Hogan. This is in the middle of the NWO stuff. Hulk Hogan, uh, and they made the Kiss Demon be the main event at one point. Hell yeah. Good for you, Dale Torberg. (laughs) Torborg. Oh, WCW. That is such a kiss thing to do, though. Oh. Like, he has to main event. He has to main event. And, 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 and it's so WCW to be like, yeah. In addition to this ridiculous licensing contract we're giving you for a bullshit wrestler that no one's going to care about. No one's going to care about. And you guys are going to play one, like, three-song concert during one of our shows. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, sure. We'll give you creative control. <laughs> That's fucking... He's currently the conditioning coordinator for the Chicago White Sox. Get the fuck out. He's the son of former Major League Baseball player Jeff Torbert. Are you fucking serious? Yep. So today we learned that the kiss... Who caught Sandy Koufax's 1965 perfect game? What is going on right now? <laughs> wait, wait. So let's rewind. <laughs> the kiss demon guy's name is Jeff Torbert. Is that right? Torborg. Torborg. Dale Christian Torborg. Why wouldn't you just go by that as your 
wrestling name. Torborg. I am Torborg. Master of reality. With a super cool last name. Therefore, you can't steal it from me. You'd think he would have actually used that at some point. He went by the MVP, the Kiss Demon, the Demon, and then Dale Torborg. Dale Torborg. never just thought of using Torborg. Torborg. You'd come out, you'd be like, I'm Torborg. Just listen to my name. My dad caught for Sandy Halifax. (laughs) So, the WCW Kiss Demon... Is now the strength, did you say strength and conditioning coach? The conditioning coordinator. Conditioning coordinator for the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess he probably had a baseball career. He did. <laughs> he played He played for Northwestern. Well, yeah. Uh, he played minor league. The Kingsport Mets of the Appalachian League suffered injuries, led to his end of his career. I got to say, they say most of those wrestlers have pretty good conditioning. Mm-hmm. When they're not using cocaine and steroids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, he took a fastball to the face. That was his career ender. No shit. He broke his humerus when he tried to tag a base runner. Well, that wasn't very play. funny. And then a fastball to the face. Oof. Um, Who was the guy for broke the... His cheekbone. I, I know we've talked about this. Fuck. I, yeah. There's that guy for the Indians that took that spitball to the face. That's when they made spitballs illegal, I think. Oh, yeah. I want, I've seen his grave about a thousand times. My grandpa used to always make... Because every time we go to the grave, my grandpa would be like, this guy took a spitball in the face and he died. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. He's a famous clue. Oh, yeah, Ray Chamin. Yeah. So today you learned mm-hmm. <laughs> that the WCW Kiss Demon, who was a pro wrestler based off of the... I don't Were they a hip band in the 90s? Kiss, I mean... I don't know. When did they kick up? In the late 80s? Mid 80s? Oh, no. Kiss was around the mid 70s. Yeah. Probably not 90s then. They probably faded. Over. I think they made Psycho Circus because they pretty much made Psycho Circus, which was a bit of a heavier, like, kind of an ICP ripoff, but they didn't do rap, but it was like, welcome to our carnival, you know, mm-hmm. type of bullshit. Why do I have the most random fucking knowledge about the Kiss Circus album? Ripping off ICP. What is going on in my life? I need to evaluate my, evaluate my life decisions. You know where I would evaluate my life decisions at, Daryl? Where? I'd go to where? a store. Ooh, like where? A comic book store. One with a really nice shitter? They do have a nice bathroom in that store. I've, I've used... <laughs> yes, the one with a very nice shitter. The nicest shitter I've ever been into a comic book store, and I've yeah. been to like three or four. Mm-hmm. It's a gaming shop too, so like, oh yeah, this is gaming shop slash comic book shop with a nice shitter slash action collectibles. Action collectible. I talked to him, so I told. I actually last time I was up there, I talked to him about the porcelain hair dolls, and mm-hmm. we had a good laugh about it. And then he said, uh, "Am I still sponsoring your podcast?" And I said, "Like, yeah, man, checks in the mail, right?" And he was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and I was like, "All right, so." <laughs> Shout out to Ground Zero Comics. Ooh, yeah. 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. Ground Zero Comics and Cards for all your queer needs. Wait, did you say queer? No. I actually listened to that live read. You said queer. I think it says it says queer on this. Uh, I thought it was... All right, well, if you want to get queer stuff there... <laughs> 
Superman's stepson or Superman's son is now bisexual. So mm-hmm. I guess you could get that. I went in there. I'm like, hey. He's like, hey. I'm like, Superman's son's gay. And he's like, thanks for saying it's a son and not Superman. I'm like, you're welcome. I can actually read. He's like, well, is he Superman though, too? Well, he's like super gay boy. <laughs> Are you just calling him Superboy because he's gay? No, I think because I went there with a Superboy for a long time, but it's yeah. Clark Kent's yeah. son. I, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, so, <laughs> Superman. Who's the new Superman? Couldn't tell you. So that was the other thing. So no, pe- I think he is. That's what I'm saying. Superman's fucking off. He's going into space. But it's not even Clark Kent, right? It's a different Superman. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, I figured that was Jor-El. I don't know. I don't read... Kal-El. I don't, first of all, I don't read Superman. So everyone asks me, they're like, what do you think about this? I'm like, one, I don't read Superman. Like, Superman has never been... I, I mean, I appreciate the character. I love the... <gasps> Ooh. Oh, he's not gay either. You're he's right. bisexual. He's bisexual. But um, I don't read Superman. I just never was interested in the comic. I get it. Other than I read read the stuff when he was killed by Darkseed. Or was he killed by Darkseed? No, it's his son. It's Clark Kent's son? Yep, his son, Jonathan Kent. Okay. I thought it was a different Clark Kent or a different... No, no. See, they're, they're writing him out. Uh, fuck, don't even ask me why I know this. Um... He's going into space for something that's going on. It's a place called like War World or See, I don't I don't read shit. a lot of DC. <laughs> I'll, and I'll be completely honest with you. His son has been into the future at some point and found out that when Superman left for War World, he never returned. So like, okay, that's interesting. So he's kind of the new Superman. Okay. They're writing Clark Kent basically off until he comes back. Do you at think some he's point. a top or a bottom? I think I'd like to try it regardless. I don't fucking know. He's Superman, dude. He's a fucking human vibrator, like right there. I, I, I that was, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, my, mine was too. <laughs> no, everyone was asking me like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I don't read Superman. I don't. I hardly. I don't read a lot of DC." And he's I tried- a Superman. He's a, he's a superhero, dude. You got to slice him off a piece. Like if Swamp Thing was like, "Yo, dude, let me finger your ball," I'd be like, "You're kind of a hero." Okay. Yeah, but the only problem is if Swamp Thing figured your butt, 100% you have swamp seeds in your butt. <laughs> and you just turn into a Swamp Thing. Although, I guess if you're cool. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah, for like the first like 10 minutes. And then you'd be like, oh, I'm never going to be a human again. I'm just going to be a Swamp Thing. That'd be awesome. I guess sign, if you. Sign me I up. I guess if I could. You know what? Sign now that I think about it, if up. I could just. Fuck it. If I could just. <laughs> Wade in the Brunswick Lake and just <laughs> and, and I just everything is there for me and I live in there and like I can make a house and don't have to worry about a job. Oh <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna turn into a swamp thing and stay in Brunswick. Brunswick Lake, dude. I'd be the I'd be Brunswick Swamp Thing. Nah, man. No, I would. I would nah, stop man. all the crime. Fucking Brunswick police wouldn't get any more DUI. That would be like the only thing that would ever possibly make me move to Louisiana or Florida. <laughs> I'm Not me, thing. man. I'm going down to the swamp. No dude. way, man. I'm being Brunswick Swamp Thing, and it'll be a thing, and it'll be like, <laughs> dude, the best part is because that, that lake's right by Panini's. And it'll be like, there's a fight at Panini's. Don't worry, Brunswick Swamp Thing took care of it. And Brunswick Swamp Thing was like, what don't waste of your power. <laughs> and the best part is, uh, like, I, they'd get into a fight, and I would, like, do like every other superhero. I'd grab my swamp stuff and just throw them out in the ether, and they'd die. 
And then the police would be like, Brunswick Swamp Thing killed two more people after they got into a small scuffle over a Reuben. <laughs> and that would just slowly wade back into the water. <laughs> I love that you gain superheroes and you giant eagle your, giant made, eagle there'd be a there'd be a fucking you've made yourself the villain of your own comic book story giant eagle and not even like a super villain just kind of a shitty asshole villain that they immediately gather forces and kill giant giant eagle there would be like hey we caught a guy steal cold medicine fucking brunswick swamp thing threw him out into the ether Sir, that was only a misdemeanor. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> don't hang <laughs> me. <laughs> don't take me. And as I slowly We're wade not. Down. <laughs> We're not. Don't come back. And then, like, one point's probably, like, six feet deep. So I, like, or, like, let's say five feet eight, you know? So I wade back in the water. The top of my head is just sticking out so you can see Brunswick Swamp things for it. <laughs> <laughs> they stage a fight the next weekend you come in they're like what's going on oh no are you the swamp thing yeah you've been served <laughs> don't come within 500 feet of paninis ever again uh, i'll end up at plum creek <laughs> yeah. there'll be some kid, some kids fishing illegally throw them into the ether <laughs> <laughs> into the ether that's your solution for everything they're everything <laughs> don't don't trespass on my swamp. <laughs> and then throw them in the ether. They're gone. Be gone. <laughs> what happened? You'd be like 15 years old. <laughs> even he hardly broke a law. What is fishing without a license? Even? No, it's expired. <laughs> yeah. Did you even know? Yes. He's like, <laughs> Let me see your license. <laughs> they said it was good for this year because of COVID. Uh, as long as I kept the other piece of paper with it. Where's the other piece? <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Ether. And, like, the dad is walking his dog with him around the trail. And I'm like, were you an acquaintance of him? Guilty. Ether. <laughs> you keep the dog. Yeah, I'll keep the dog. Dog's cool. Holy fuck. Brunswick Swamp Thing. I'm gonna make a comic book, man. Just kill it. Like <laughs> we might, we might have to go decent WCW route and not quite name him Swamp Thing. It'll be Brunswick Pond Thing. Brunswick Swamp Monster or Pond Thing. Yeah. And then I get thrown out of Plum Creek. I think we should keep the backstory though. <laughs> we could never say Swamp Thing. I don't know if we could use that as his backstory, but eventually, we could we could basically say it without saying. Eventually, I'll be I'll be like stream thing. <laughs> like I'll be in like North Park in that little stream that just runs by. And I'm just sitting there angrily. Are you trying to catch the crayfish? No, sir. We're just walking our dog. Okay. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a license for those dogs? No, gone. <laughs> Ether. Keep oh, him on a leash next time. Yeah. Did oh you wait, cl- you can't because you're in the <laughs> Are you cleaning up his poop? Yes, I have biodegradable bags. Ether. <laughs> I could smell a piece on that. I mean, I didn't get it all. 
Here, I'll let me dig up <laughs> around it so I make sure I get it. <laughs> now you've disturbed the lawn. <laughs> Ethan. I'll just, I'll just be in one of the ditches in front of the Brunswick streets. <laughs> That's some garbage. <laughs> the garbage man will dump the garbage out. Because the garbage man dumps the garbage in my ditch every fucking week. I have to pull it out of there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'll throw the garbage can. Delete! <laughs> and the whole garbage truck. Oh, shit. Sad thing, it'll never go to, like, to space because I'm not that strong. So it just lands mm-hmm. somewhere, like, 150 miles from somewhere and kills a bunch of people. <laughs> lands in an elementary school. This, this comic book segment brought to you by Ground Zero Comics and Cards. 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. Go get some queer Superman comics and test out their shitter. You yeah. won't be disappointed. And then uh, I would roll a max 20. And I would ask <laughs> if there was any good dice company out there. <laughs> you mean a critical? A max 20? Nerd. Max 20. <laughs> Ether. <laughs> But seriously, uh, Brunswick Pond <clears throat> guy is going to fucking take off. Yeah, I think we should really, uh, we should try it. I mean, we do know people with a comic book shop now. Yeah. And I think Mark Marcus wouldn't carry it. He might. Do you think he would? What? If I threw people in the ether in real life, I think he might care, but I don't no. have that strength. No. Do you think he would carry our comic book? Brunswick Lake monster. Brunswick, I, I, a hundred percent know he would. He would. Oh, a hundred percent. I, yes. Okay. Well, I think we have two, uh, two storefronts ready to go. The, two distributors. Who's gonna distribute? Uh, Ground Zero Comics and Cards for number one. Well, he's not. He's not gonna. Dist- well, he'll distribute, but who's gonna create he's it? Sell it. We will. How? I I I'm good for storyboards. Can you draw? No, I can't draw. I'm either. good for really shitty storyboards. Can you? We got to know an artist. We know a few. Yeah, but the thing is with artists, and I'm not taking anything away from artists. Is like, like, hey man, draw this up for me. Blah blah blah. blah. And you're like, how much is it gonna run? Like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 1700 dollars. Mm. Oh, okay. Yep. Which don't get me wrong, they are pricey. They are, dude. I mean. Hmm. And I, in, in their defense... Somebody did actually show me some pretty awesome free storyboard software. And I think you could probably transfer that over to a comic book. Then I can, I could totally easily. not print it at work. <laughs> I don't know. All right, man. We'll have to start writing uh, writing the series. I mean, that's step one, right? we got to have some content. Well, we wrote about, like, three issues of comic books right here. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's very yeah. slow moving. Right. Like, comics, you don't accomplish a lot, typically. Well, in every you know. comic book, like, it's always the same. I, and it's funny, because I read comic books like crazy. Mm-hmm. So it always catches me off guard when something cool happens. Do like, you think first <clears throat> first issue, and I don't mean very first issue, I mean, like, your first run, do you think we even get into the fact that you were created by Swamp Thing Finger, you had a butthole in the butthole? Well, we'll have to talk to DC about that. Well, we're not going to name him Swamp Thing. He'll uh, just have to be, like, a shadow just off-panel. No, what we'll do is like. Uh, I'll never say it out loud. I'm glad because it, it'll never fucking. I'll never live that shit down. Um, yeah, we'll do something. You know, there's lots of mud swamp creatures out there. Mm-hmm. 
I think if you look up, you ever look up that map of fake or not fake? Uh, what's the term? Like Loch Ness monster? What's the term for that? Urban legend. You ever look up the map of the United States that has the urban legend? Oh yeah, characters. Yep. I'm sure we can grab one of those. That's true. Screaming Mary or fucking. Something public domain is what you're saying. Yes. Ooh. I like what you're thinking, Joan Belaya. There's one in Cincinnati that's pretty creepy that we could use. Your name could be Joan Belaya. Yeah. The creature's name, that is. Yeah. But he won't like Joan Belaya because he only eats. And that could be his alter ego. Star Soup Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Jambalaya is his star soup rapper. It's his secret identity. So do I get to change? So do that I, he can do I change back? You to have human? to, because I think after you get served with <laughs> with the notice, well, let me the ask restraining you this. order. So if I turn into a swamp monster, come back I, in I go to rap. court and they're like, "We sentence you to death." When I just turn into the swamp monster and just kill everybody, and then mm, do you want to do that though? Yeah, pretty much. I want to kill everybody now. <laughs> Over a restraining order from paninis. Dude, the, dude, the Italian panini with fries on the side is really good. That, like, cuts off the first half of the lake. I have to stay all the way in the back by the reservoir. Yeah. This is bullshit. Under that bridge. And I'll just... <clears throat> all right. <laughs> I just figured you wouldn't show up at the court hearing because of all the cameras. Not me, man. I, if I'm throwing people in the ether, I'm showing up and I'm throwing people in the ether. And I'll be like, I'm out of order. You're out of order. And I'll throw them out. And then I'm like, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. And I'll throw them out of the ether. What are some other good, uh, what are some other good court terms? <laughs> you're out of order. I'm out, or I'm out of order. You're out of order. Uh, you can't handle the truth. Um, what's the one from your cousin Vinny? Like. The grits thing. You, you ate grits and they took that long? And I'll throw him out in the mm-hmm. ether. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another good... Um, give me some court stuff. Another yeah. court movie. Move court movie quotes. I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll do night court. I'll be like, Bull Shannon is the best. <laughs> and I'll throw someone out. Ooh, a Bull Shannon crossover. <laughs> <laughs> and Bull Shannon will be too goofy to understand that I'll make sort of a good guy and bad guy. But Bull Shannon will also be too big and strong to be thrown out by the ether. Mm-hmm. But me and him will tag team against Dan Fielding's assassin. Mm. I'm glad we're doing this on the podcast. <laughs> should we get out of here now? <laughs> nah, well, I did want to clarify one thing before we, we wrap up the show. And I just want to say I don't like golden showers. <laughs> Just to make it clear to everyone. Um, now that we got that out of the way, though. Hey, dude, when you die, when you yeah. die, I'm going to talk a bunch of shit about you and then say, man, I hope you rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made lots of mistakes. Uh, he said, mass weapons of destruction. All false. And he created a bunch of war crimes. And he's a warmonger and a war monster. But may he rest in peace. <laughs> and I was trying to do a Donald Trump impression at that point, but I was also like, I don't want golden showers either. 
Do you think we should play? Should we play uh, Mentor's Golden Shower at the end of this? Yeah, we should. All right, we definitely should. All right. Hey, um, what are your thoughts on Reggie Miller, the announcer or basketball player? The there's an announcer named Reggie Miller. Well, he's also the guy who was a basketball player. Oh, it's the same person. Right? Am I? Am I? Are you asking about the player, the announcer, Reggie Miller, general? In Reggie Miller's legacy, how great of a player do you think he was? Uh, wasn't a huge basketball fan at the time. Um, okay. Mostly known for the choking incident. Uh, mostly known to be a good player. I'd say he was a good player. Uh, I mean, good player. Yeah, good player. I mean, okay. He had a good three point shot. Um, his defense seemed to be pretty good, but I I, I wouldn't put nah. him. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I like I said I wasn't a big basketball fan then. Um. I I mostly know him for the choking thing. Okay. Um, good player. I guess what I say. Okay. Why do you ask? I don't know. Just uh, recently got into a discussion with a couple people about one very heatedly thinking he's a an all-time great and one thinking he was so-so. Just kind I think of he a, was a good player. An okay player. Uh, he's a Pacers legend. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a Pacers legend. So I mean, which... That's because that's all they really had for that decade until what was the on last that couple of years. Show me that team real quick. Show me that. Give me... He had a very, he had a lot of lackluster teams. Yep. When he came in, I think they'd made the playoffs like once in the previous decade or 11 years. So I think he gets a lot of... Hype. And then he became like a perennial playoff team with him. So I think he's got a lot of hype because of the Spike Lee choking thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was that was epic. I mean, that guy killed it then. Um, yeah. But I see Reggie Miller as a pretty good player um, who was a pretty good college player. Mm-hmm. And uh, did he ever win a championship? No, he did not. No, he never he won went championship. to the finals once, I believe. Um, I feel like they went to the finals. Then they lost in his second to last year. They lost a conference finals against Detroit, and the winner of that would was pretty much thought was going to win it all. I think Detroit did win it all, and then the next year was the Malice at the Palace. Okay. So that was Reggie Miller's probably best team ever. Jermaine O'Neal was on that team and great at the time. Steven Jackson came in. Ron Artest, obviously. Jermaine O'Neal. That was near the end of his career. And Ron Artest. That was his last season. He retired um, after that incident. He could have. I feel like. I think a lot of people thought he should have came back, but there was a lot of problems on that team. Well, yeah. They're they're fighting in the fucking. Let's see. Best players he he played with on here. Uh, Rick Smith's probably towards the end of his career I don't know Dale Davis Vern Fleming Derek McKee Austin Crochet Travis Best Antonio Davis not the good Antonio Davis that okay you know, so I'd pretty much say Mark Reggie Jackson, Miller Jalen Rose and then even that team uh, Jamal Tinsley was on that team Jermaine O'Neal um, I would say that was where do you where do you put Reggie Miller I'm just curious now that we talk about it. same thing pretty good player at, pretty good college at player at this point in time I consider him like a He's probably top ed, 75, give or take 10 or 10 or 15. I would say top 100. But so. I think once, after another five years, 10 years, I think there's probably another 30 guys that play now that I would say were undoubtedly better than Reggie oh, yeah. Miller just because he was, I think what he gets so much credit for is he was probably like the best shooter of his generation maybe. Sure, yep. Um. But I mean, that's 
Yeah, no, I, I fucking I, dime I, a dozen now. I always kind of wondered, like, not wondered, because I think Reggie Miller got his job, the the broadcasting job, from that choke event. Mm. Sure. Okay. Here's a reason I say Reggie Miller is overrated, and someone's out there stewing about how he's do they have a unibrow? top twenty five, top thirty? No. Okay. There, it's probably <laughs> it could be a lot of our viewers because I think if you love, shout out to everybody has unibrow, you fucking love, love your unibrow, Reggie Miller, and you think he's a top thirty player of all time, and you just think he's underrated to the people that'll go like top fifty, you're white and from the Midwest. Okay. Maybe a Duke fan, because he went to Duke. So, I'm going to go completely two different players, right? I'm going to go two completely different mm-hmm. players, different styles, different off, you know, everything different. Mm-hmm. I, and and I know this, right? And a little bit of a different era. But Scott Pollard really. was on that team, by the way. What's that? Scott Pollard was on that last Oh, page. good for him. Uh, he was also on Survivor. Um, oh, yeah. But he's a good Twitter follow if, if you're... Like, like him. If you don't like him, he's a dick. Um, I kind of see Charles Barkey, Barkley and Reggie Miller in the same light. Does that make sense? They both were great at what they did. They both never won a championship. They both, you know what I mean? They went both the broadcast. Carried some franchises. Yeah, they carried the, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I see them. And I know they're completely different playing styles. Or play, they're, but try and, try and tell me, like. I guess you know what? Back when he was playing, I did kind of see Barkley in that light. It wasn't until years later that I realized. <sighs> I guess Reggie was one of the best at his position. And, like, almost a revolutionary player with how good of a shooter he was. Okay. And I'll how good he was off the ball, where, again, there's fucking. You're saying Charles didn't change the rebound game? Charles Barkley, I think, went was in the greatest generation of centers. And he was held not. his own, but not you couldn't match up with Shaq. You couldn't match up with fucking Dikembe. You couldn't match yeah. up with fucking Hakeem Olajuwon. You couldn't I think that was Barkley. And I think problem. he matched yeah, and I think all the those only guys way, out west too. Like And I think the only way he matched was intensity, you know, being an asshole mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and being physical. You had to do that. I mean, yeah. especially if I always think that if you're like top of the line, maybe like I still top love of the how, second. I still love how Shaq and Charles Barkley act like they're gonna fight on the NBA TV all the time. I know, time. right? I know, right? <laughs> These guys are both old ass dudes with no knees, and they're like, "I'll fight you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess I kind of I just related those two as the same. Men, not mentality. What's the term? Like they just did the same thing. Just general careers. Yeah, I guess. That's the only thing I'd say against that is... Did uh, Reggie Miller play for the Pacers his entire career? I believe he did. Okay. And then obviously Charles jumped around. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, he went to, uh, what, 76ers? To, did he go to Phoenix and then Houston? I think he went to Houston to be with Akeem. Yeah. To try and ride that championship thing. And then he hated on all the super teams. He sure did. Let's see. Was he on Phoenix first before that? Uh, I always forget whether he was on Phoenix. He was definitely with Philly for the first and the longest. Well, I know Philly. Yeah, I would say I know Philly. 84 to 91, 92 with Philly, and then 92, 93 to 95, 96 with Phoenix. Actually, he wasn't with Phoenix that all that long. When did you go to Houston? And then the same thing. He had four years in Houston. 
Near the end of his career. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. That's the only... I And I don't know why I equated those two, but other than they were great players, um, had great qualifications, and then never... Uh, never really... Uh, they never made the championship, you know? Yeah. I assume both will be in the Hall of Fame if not already. I don't know off the top of my head. <sighs> Man... I don't know, man. I would say Barkley's more like a top 25 player, though. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I yeah. I, mean, I said Reggie was top 100, but I would say top 75. But Probably. I think that fades quickly. Like, I would say the, thing is the next what... five or ten years, five guys might hop Barkley. Yeah. 20, 30, 40 guys more. Top, you're 100%, top you're 100% right. right. And Because they, they're such a different position. Yeah, you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, Barkley played such a weird position where he was like center power forward, but he was outmanning some of those. He guys. was a power forward, and yeah. he would go, but it didn't. If there was an unstoppable guy like Shaq playing center, he would match up with him. Yep. Um, Only because he'd get in his face and fucking yeah. Oh, he had to go against fucking Malone too. Yeah. So many of those '90s years. Oh, and fucking uh, the dude from Spurs, fucking David Robinson, yeah. and then Tim Duncan. Yeah. Some of the time with both of them. <laughs> so. All right, man. Let's get out of here. All right. Let's All right. do it. Let's talk to and you later. I don't like golden showers. I don't like golden showers either. And Matt, Matt Gates is, is a pedophile. pedophile. <laughs> later. Bye. Peace.